You always gain by giving love. Reese Witherspoon. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Look at us actually podcasting uh, two weeks after the last podcast. Whoa, a regular cadence? What? What? Consistency? What is that? (laughs) They say when your brand has nothing that at least if you have consistency, that's something. Mm, That's what I've heard. (laughs) It's like Instagram posts. You're supposed to post like every day or at least like every other day something with consistency i'm just like so much work yeah it's but it's better if it's a surprise a surprise <laughs> a surprise right you uh, want your followers to be surprised just expect the unexpected right right anyways you can join us every other wednesday at 6 p.m mountain time for honey butter ramblings excitement exactly. right in where we just kind of ramble about our lives and things that are going on how are you, Anne? What's new? Um, I'm good. I'm just a lot going on, you know, stressed. I have a, a lot on my plate at the moment, mostly with work and medical school applications and work. <laughs> what about you? Why were five of those things work? <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot, a lot of work. Uh, yeah, no, a lot of the things like I can't talk about on the podcast yet, maybe mm-hmm. a couple weeks. Some of the stuff would be great content for today's episode, but oh well, maybe maybe in a, in a while we'll go back to some of those stories. Um, other than that, like, yeah, work's been crazy busy, been hanging with friends, been going out, having fun. We did, like, the college bar. We went back to, like, the college bar scene on Friday with some Boulder friends, and, mm-hmm. like, I, you just forget how different of a world that is. Like, being drunk at, like, Boulder kids will know press play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At like midnight, it's not like I don't know. It's not what it was when I was twenty one, and here I am, almost turning twenty three, and I'm like, oh, it's my bedtime. <laughs> That's like, fair. I know. Last we li- oh, go ahead. I was gonna say we literally got home at like two thirty a.m. and then I got up at seven to go work out, and I was like, wow, I cannot do this four hours of sleep thing. So then Saturday night, I fell asleep at literally seven p.m. and slept until seven a.m. the next day. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I know that was like me Thursday because. I went to bed, I think, around, like, 1.30 or 2. I feel like 2-ish. And then I was, like, I wasn't drunk, but I was very tipsy. And then I got up at 7. I just, yeah, and I can't drink like I used to. Same. Like, Like after, like, one glass of wine, I'm like, I kind of have a headache. (laughs) (laughs) See, we we had been, we had started drinking, like, hard alcohol at noon. (laughs) And we weren't drinking consistently, like, throughout the day. It was just, like, at noon and then at a break. But yeah, I was, I was like drinking vodka, Aperol spritz, and whiskey. And at the end, I was definitely like, Ugh. and then a glass of wine somewhere in there too, or two. I don't remember. But yeah, I had a lot of alcohol in my system. But surprisingly, I was not drunk. I was just like a little tipsy. But my stomach still was a little off the next day. <laughs> but do you ever like think back and be like, wow, I consumed a fuck ton. And how am I not dead? <laughs> Honestly. Right? Because these we're just taking shots, like drinking pure vodka and pure whiskey and i'm just like how am i still like coherent why am i still alive (laughs) um but anyways okay so that's that um let's see what else we got to do our segments before we get into today's episode which is obviously love love themed because valentine's day is friday literally the worst possible holiday ever but whatever we're still going to talk about it um but first of all the segments okay and take it away uh, the word of the week is teradiddle which means a fib or pretentious nonsense which you know fits very well with our theme today because the dating nowadays 
is teradiddle. Pretentious not pretentious nonsense. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Dude, like these words are so fancy, and I want to start using them in my everyday vocabulary. Um, but like no one ever uses big words nowadays. I feel like people like look at you like you're like pretentious nonsense <laughs> if you use big exactly. words. Like I used um I used the word lackadaisical mm-hmm. the other day and like my friends looked at me like what? <laughs> like, what? What does that even mean? Who are you? But I do want to start using bigger like more interesting words. Like this like teradiddle, that's mm-hmm. a great word. I'm gonna totally use that in an email to my coworkers like, at some point. This is teradiddle, um, Karen. Get out of here. <laughs> There's this one lady that I'm like, yeah, she's a teradiddle. But anyway, um, okay, what else? Annoying adult thing of the week. What's the annoying adult thing of the week you've encountered? Mm-hmm. I guess, oh, when you were driving back, it was in, like, middle of a snowstorm, a lot of wind, and there was this big truck, like, trucks, like, for grocery stores that was right in front of us, but you could literally not see it unless you were, like, two feet away, which is dangerous because we were, like, coming up fat like fast ish and like you don't see it until the last minute because he had his like brake lights on they were there but you couldn't see them because there was snow that covered it and they were also tiny compared to the truck but yeah that and people just passing we saw like at least seven to ten cars in the ditch on the way back including a big truck so (laughs) yeah that's not good yeah the roads Mm -hmm. are crappy today not a fan. Snowstorms. Indeed. I love them, but not, not when I have to go out. Yeah, not when I have to drive in them. That sucks. Um, let's see. Annoying adult thing of the week. Ooh. Um, insurance claims are awfully annoying. I'm not a fan of those at all. Um, what else? Let's see. What's an annoying adult thing of the week? Taxes. Oh, shoot. I got to do mine. I, I keep forgetting about that. Oh, I mean, I guess it's kind of – I don't know how annoying it is, but it is an adult thing. I finally bought makeup setting spray and mm-hmm. highlighter. So I finally caught up to people my age. I've literally had the same makeup routine since I was 12. So we're going to spice it up. You know, we're going to actually use adult products and see how this goes. Very nice. So I'm not sure that's annoying, but it's definitely like an adult thing for sure. I have like, I don't really Um, use much makeup. I own highlighter, but I probably, I put it on once in a blue moon. Same with like blush and bronzer. Well, we, we shall see how this goes. Um, yeah, I don't know. Fingers crossed. Uh, cool. All right. Well, shall we get into it? Yeah. Okay. So theme of this episode is love and Valentine's Day. What are you doing for Valentine's Day, Anne? You know, I don't really have much planned. I have a patient visit in the morning, so I have to get up early. and then Romantic. I don't know. Probably work. And I don't think I have anything planned for the evening. What about you? Um, yeah, work in the morning and daytime. Um, and then two of my friends are actually throwing their birthday party on the 14th, which I'm like super grateful for because otherwise I'd be sad and alone. (laughs) (laughs) So going to do that, have some fun, hang out with friends. Um, it's like love themed too. So it'll be like all pink and stuff. Like I got an outfit. It'll be great. Um, but yeah, I just kind of feel like, can we talk about how like Valentine's day, whether you're in a relationship or single, it's kind of the worst holiday all around. It is. It's super commercialized. Like and materialistic and also it's almost worse than like well it's not the same spirit as christmas so it's just like i don't know you feel this pressure whether you're single or in a relationship i think there's a lot of pressure that goes into valentine's day yeah like your expectations if you're in a couple are almost always let down Mm -hmm. 
And if you're not in a couple, you're just like, wow, here's another reminder that I'm single. Exactly. <laughs> like, and a lot of people are like, well, why aren't you going on a date? And it's like, also, who would want to go like on a first date on Valentine's Day? Oh, no, the pressure? Nah, nah, man. That Avoid that. <laughs> like the plague, 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 plague. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, I like to try and use it as like a chance to let others in my life know how important they are and how loved they are, whether it's like family or friends or, you know, coworkers, whatever it is, like, take that moment to spread the love. I mean, I think the core concept of the holiday itself is very valuable. And like the take a second to check in and spread that like love and that humanity and that kindness. But you're totally right that it's gotten over commercialized, over expected. Um, and can we also talk about the people who, like, only do stuff on Valentine's Day? Like, they never do anything else for their significant other? Like, that's also crappy. Yeah, that is crappy. It's like, it shouldn't be just one day of the year. You should be doing, like, giving your love all day, every day. Yeah, get me flowers on, like, a random Tuesday. That is the cute romantic stuff right there. Yeah, that I would much rather have than, like, a big, a big summer blowout for Valentine's <laughs> Day. Like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of, like... Yeah, in high school, like, I I would get the giant big teddy bears. And, like, I remember feeling like, oh, my gosh, like, what a rom-com. Like, this is the best thing ever. Um, but as an adult, it's like I would much rather just have someone put thought into something and just, like, show that they care. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Valentine's Day is a tricky one. And if you're in a new relationship, it's also really hard because you're like, uh, do we celebrate? Do we not? Exactly. Like, like should I get – her or him a really nice gift or no just chocolates flowers yeah and I- yeah like I have a friend who just started a relationship literally like last week and I'm sitting here like what is she like what are they gonna do she's the one who's throwing the party though so I think like like she was smart to be like oh I already have plans so it's like not awkward mm-hmm. so it's not like a thing that is good but yeah because when it's yeah, brand new it's like oh that's awkward because <laughs> you're like oh no is this gonna make or break the relationship we just started yeah, or people will break up right before Valentine's oh, Day, which is also is, crappy in my opinion. Yeah, that is crappy. Because then, because then, like Valentine's Day, they see it on the calendar and they're like, "Ooh, yeah, I definitely got to break up with so and so before then." Like, I, I just think it's interesting. Just like, what a strange marker for like ending or starting or continuing relationships. Yeah, that's very, very weird. You just what's the what's the best Valentine's Day you ever had? Mm, I don't know. Probably sometime in elementary school. Oh, where everyone would get the, like, everyone would get a present, or not a present, Chocolates but a card and, like, their and little candy. mailbox. Yeah, exactly. You would go home with a bag full of chocolate and candy. It was perfect. <laughs> but see, I remember being, like, because um, my mom would always buy me, like, whatever, whether it was, like, Scooby-Doo themed or, like, Ladybug themed or whatever, mm-hmm. like, the card, like, different cards. And for the ones I really liked, like you, I would make a really special card. And then for those kids in the class that I'd hate, I would, like, pick the shittiest card out of the pile and be like, happy Valentine's Day, <laughs> loser. I remember that. I love the little cards. It was so funny. And then, like, for the special people, like, I'd get, like, the actual boxes, like, box chocolates and the shape right? of whatever, like a heart or soccer ball or something like that if it was a guy. Oh, yeah. I had a guy friend who we'd always buy each other, like, little teddy bears. Mm-hmm. So cute. But uh, I think it's a weird concept of, like, encouraging kids to give a Valentine to everybody in the class. Like, I think, especially for young women, like, that teaches that you're supposed to love everyone and that your love is expected. And, like, I don't know. I kind of think that I'm kind of, like, weird about that. I think that's kind of funky. Like, you shouldn't love everyone. Not everyone deserves your Valentine. Like, keep the drug over yourself. That's fair. But, but... Right? I just, I don't know. I think it's weird being like, oh, yes, everyone deserves a Valentine. Like, everyone deserves love, but, like, does everyone need a Valentine from you? I don't know. Yeah. Like, it shouldn't be an obligation. Right? I get that. But 
I do like that it's not at least like one person. Yeah, because that's awkward. Yeah. I feel like but, instead uh, of doing that, maybe they should just, I don't know, watch a movie or something. Or just like the teacher gives candy. I don't know. I'm trying to like think of the last Valentine's Day I really celebrated because like I being in a long distance relationship, like I we haven't celebrated Valentine's Day probably for the last like four years. Like I don't I can't even remember the last like Valentine's Day like celebration I had. I'm sure like I know we went to like Olive Garden or something, which as a high schooler I thought was super cool and now I'm like Olive Garden would joke. <laughs> but <laughs> but high school me was like, Oh my god, there's nothing more romantic. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember the last time. Like I guess I did Gal- we did Valentine's Day in college, didn't we? Yeah, we, we did. Like, I feel like we did. We like went out for dinner, yeah. I guess. Just like dinner, flowers. It was cute, um, it's one year one of our friends sent us like flowers or um, notes. Oh, that was cute. Yes. Who was that? Kate. Oh, that's right. Oh, love Kate. I know. That was cute. I what mean, a good person. That's probably my favorite. And that's like, that's usually how I try to see Valentine's Day now. It's like, since, I don't know, I've always been single for them. I just kind of see them more as Valentine's Day or like friend day. <laughs> Happy love your friend day. Yep, exactly. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, like, oh, I remember that. Oh, that was nice. Oh, what a good person. What a good person. Kate, shout out to you. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I just think it's a strange holiday all around. But, like, the concept of love, like, that's nice. I mean, like, we should celebrate that more instead of, like, the commercializing of it. True, true. Like, yeah, I don't like how it's so commercialized. It's not good for our wallets or the planet or anything, really. Oh, yeah, tell them about your blog, Anne. Oh yeah, so if you guys haven't read my um, the blog that went up last week, I just put a blog on reasons why you should be mindful for uh, Valentine's Day and like some swaps for the very popular things that people typically buy on Valentine's Day, like the cards, the bouquet of flowers, and um, balloons. Like I just put like swap ideas and also like the facts as like why it's not good for the planet. Um, but yeah, you should go check that out. I also give some nice eco-friendly uh, gift ideas in case you wanna, you need a last-minute gift for uh, your friend or other uh, significant other. What was the most wasteful thing? Um, cut flowers, I believe. That was one of them. Because interesting, even though they're organic, even and like natural. Well, yes, because let's see, um, growing them. Sp- specifically for like flower bouquets and things like that usually you use a lot of fertilizer and pesticides so that they grow faster and like prettier so that alone is not good and then like growing them like um cutting them transporting them i mean like i said in my blog i think four flowers that are like cut on valentine's day or bought for valentine's day um they create like 20 over 20 million pounds of co2 just for that one day oh my gosh yeah and often, like, um, wow, a lot of the flowers, especially for like North America or like Northern Hemisphere, where it's it's winter right now, um, a lot of flowers come from the tropical areas. So transportation is a lot. Or if it doesn't come from there, if they're local, then because it's winter, they can't be grown outside. They're grown in a greenhouse, and that also can uh, create a lot of CO two. Um, so yeah, there's huh. there's a lot of uh, CO two and. Um, unethical labor that happens for Valentine's Day. So what do you suggest instead? What was one of your presents that you're like, this is a better sustainable gift option? Well, for the flowers, instead of giving like cut flowers, you could literally buy like a potted plant or like a cactus or an actual flower just in a pot 
that like you can then nurture and grow together. <laughs> like the spin you put on it. That was a good PR job. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. But yeah, that way it's, you know, it it creates a little bit of oxygen, removes a little bit of CO2, very little, but still like it's a plant and it'll be alive. It's not dead. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Yes. And stay away from balloons, please. Also, I heard there's a helium shortage. Is there really? <laughs> yeah, like it's actually really hard to get helium. I did not know that. Yeah, like well, it's, it's, I don't know, they're having trouble like mining it or where, wherever the heck you get helium. <laughs> Maybe don't trust that part, but there is a helium shortage. Okay, <laughs> scientists have said so. Look it up. Uh, Sounds good. Interesting. Well, yeah, stay away from helium and helium balloons, just balloons in general. Oh man, I do like a good balloon. That's too bad. Um, I know. They're just like bad for the ocean. Huh. Very interesting. Well, that's a good, that's a good way to go about it. Okay, I'll check that out. Um, let's see. What else, Anne? What is your, ooh, okay. If like, if it, if this was like a storybook ending, like what would you want your love story to be? Like if you could think of the most fantastical, like out of the blue idea, what would it be? Hmm. I'm going to have to think on that a little bit. I feel like there's so many different like things that I could like imagine. Um, is that your laundry in the background? Yeah. Nice. My dryer's running. Whoops. <laughs> Add some, uh, I guess it's some white noise, some ambiance music. Some ambiance <laughs> for the podcast. That's funny. Um, it's tumbling, just like my love life. Ha! Wait, oh, speaking of which, oh, okay, never mind. I wanted to talk about a subject, and then I'm like, wait, maybe we probably, probably shouldn't talk about a subject. <laughs> I was going to say, like, hinge dating. Thoughts, yay or nay? Mm. I don't know. Like, yes and no. I'm just like... Elaborate. <laughs> so, I guess for... If you think about... Like, if you compare it to other dating apps, I do think Hinge dating is good. But I just like... Personally, I just don't like dating apps in general. <laughs> I thought you were just going to stop at I don't like dating. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do like dating. <laughs> well, it's it's very complicated in our age. I feel like it is so Dude, much dating more complicated. Is so so complicated for our generation like it just it's baffling you know it's not like the 1950s people can be like oh i found my person gonna write her letters every day from the war mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's much more complicated now and there's so much like it, it's it's weird there's like a layer of like games that people play with each other nowadays it's like well i don't want to care too much i can't show them that i care i can't catch I, you know like terms like catch feelings or mm-hmm. ghosting or uh, like, yeah, yeah, it's just, it's a very weird cultural setup. Like, who decided that it wasn't cool to show someone that you like them? Like, I think that's so weird. Right? Like, how did we become like this in this, as a society? I don't get it. Like, yeah, exactly. It's just sometimes, like, you can't, you're not allowed to care too much or else you'll seem desperate or... Yeah, or crazy or clingy mm-hmm. or or weepy or whatever <laughs> whatever it is. And also notice most of the time they pin that on girls. Yes. Like you don't see that on guys as much. But like I don't understand why what's wrong with caring. Like that is like baffling to me. Right? Like I, I think it's super cute when a guy re- like shows interest and actually like puts himself out there and shows that he's interested versus like someone who just like, eh, yeah, you're cool, I guess. Well, yeah, and also it cuts out all the crap of, like, the do we like each other? Is this a thing? Like, I, I don't understand the, like, why waste time 
dancing around the fact either like you're into each other or you're not and then you can move on with your life mm -hmm. like yeah i just think that's super i've never understood that and i probably never will but i just don't know where that came about because it wasn't you didn't used to be like that like in the you know in our parents generation it was never like that it was either i like you or i don't right i feel like it was very straight straightforward it was like oh yeah let's i like you let's date let's get married have kids <laughs> 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 that progressed quickly um but yeah well, i think it's hard too because like you consider like hookup culture as a thing and it's a real problem if you're not someone who wants to be in hookup culture but all the people that you're interested in are into hookup culture like that's like i don't understand that like we have this one guy friend who like swears that girls won't call him back unless he goes on unless he sleeps sleeps with them on the first date and like i just like that baffles me I was like, I would never expect that out of a guy. Yeah, like, same. I like, I just don't understand that. <laughs> and I guess like, and I don't know, maybe, I mean, maybe girls are just as bad as guys. I mean, I definitely have friends who are like, oh yeah, play in the field or like, oh yeah, I don't want to think serious. They're like, I don't know. Yeah, it's just interesting. Like I've never understood that, that need to get all the surprises over in one night. That's true. Yeah, I know. And I know it's not all guys because I have a guy friend who's on apps and he's not like that at all he's he like he wants to go on multiple dates and like he also wants to like message and you know get to actually know the person and see um make sure they have common interests and then go do uh, common activities together yeah yeah where's what happened to that <laughs> what happened to like let's do things together to see if there's even a connection before we're just like eh, let's get naked like <laughs> i don't i don't know i don't get that but like maybe maybe i'm old-fashioned or maybe i'm just like since I was in a relationship for so long, like, I just don't understand that. <laughs> no, I don't either. Like, I guess I can see it because, like, it's a culture. So I guess if you've only known that, it makes sense. But I just, yeah, I'm kind of old-fashioned, too. I'd, like, I'd rather just meet a beautiful stranger in a coffee shop and get to know them. Or, you know, through school or work or things like that. And I think that's still a thing. I just, like, it is, it is harder nowadays and now that we live in such a globalized world with technology like it is a lot easier to do things like online dating um and you know and you're moving around and you're changing careers and like the world is your oyster you're not stuck in your small town anymore like you were 50 years ago and you had the same five guys to choose from mm -hmm. like you know there's endless possibilities which is so interesting to me like do you believe in soulmates i do i i think like we have multiple soulmates, like, I mean, friend and significant others, like, but yeah, I do believe mm -hmm. in soulmates. I do believe there's people that you're meant to meet and that are supposed to be in your life, whether it's for, like, a short period of time or a long period of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I believe, yeah, I believe in multiple soulmates. I think there's, like, three or four or ten or whatever people out there that, like, would really mesh well with you, and you'll probably meet one or two of them in your life, but, like, there's probably a good chunk of folks out there that would fit what you're looking for. But yeah, I don't know. It's, it's an interesting concept. Like I have friends who like don't believe in that concept at all. They're like, whatever, like that doesn't exist. Like you find someone and that's that. But I don't know. I'd like to think that there's a bigger purpose out there, that there's something more connecting between two people. Mm -hmm. Me too. I just, I don't know. It soothes my soul <laughs> to think that there are, that we have soulmates. <laughs> Like, I always say there's a lid for every pot. Like, 
And you know, like think of the craziest, most bizarre, like back ass words person you can think of. And like they've probably dated someone. There's probably someone out there for them that they will marry and be happily ever after with. And I always think, okay, if that person can find somebody, like there's True. hope for everybody. <laughs> it's like all the serial killers out there. Like a lot of them, like some of them get married while they're in jail. It's like if they can find someone, I can find someone. Yeah, if the folks on The Bachelor can find somebody, I can find somebody. <laughs> that's true but like oh, oh my man gosh. there's so much yeah I, i've seen that there's a lot of drama on the bachelor oh it's been year. such a good season it's such a horrible season but it's also so good because you're like wow this is literally trash and you're like not rooting for any of the women but it's fine um <laughs> yeah i don't know it's just hard or like i was talking with a friend the other day about like finding love when you're much older like those in their 50s and 60s whose spouse might have passed away and they have to start all over again like mm -hmm. that I think would be so incredibly hard. Yeah. Like I, I could not imagine. Like right now I feel like we have the excuse of, oh, we're young. Like there's plenty of time. Your eggs are still good. <laughs> like, you know, like there's a lot of time to go experience and figure out who you are and what you want. But I couldn't imagine being like 60 and being like, oh my gosh, like it's not like you have one year left and you'll be like, oh, whatever, I'll go shortly after. Like, no, you have another like 20 years or so. Like that's plenty of time to find somebody, but like that's like – so overwhelming starting all over again could you imagine like going on hinge dates as like a 50 year old like oh that would be hard that's scarier than now <laughs> but it is possible though my grandpa found someone again how old was he when he was 80s really well he hasn't remarried he's just with someone like because my grandma passed away in 2018 mm -hmm. at the beginning of 2018 and then i think my grandma met uh or my grandpa met this um woman he might have known her before but not very well but they started like kind of dating I, the beginning of last year so beginning of 2019 i think but yeah she's very nice and um he's happy and they're happy and i'm just happy he's like found someone and granted i think it probably helps that he would have a lot of trouble being living alone so he probably had that kind of like push to find someone or be with someone but he did he found someone and they're very happy and I'm glad. Huh. That's awesome. What's the best, ooh, what's the best love story you've heard? Like of two people getting together. Yeah. I can't think. I've heard some funny ones. I've also had, I'm sure I've heard some romantic ones. I just can't think of them right now. How did your parents meet? Um, I don't know. Like, or, I know they've told me a story. I just don't remember every detail. Like, technically they met in... It was either middle school or high school because they went to the same schools, but they didn't really start dating until um, college when they were in Paris. Oh, that's cute. So they, yeah. so they knew each other a long time. Yeah, they did. And, like, they didn't go to the same college, but, like, they had friends in common since they've known each other for a long time. And I think they probably, like, started dating. Like, they saw each other at parties, and eventually they just got together. Cute. Yeah. Very cute. I think your parents is very cute. Oh, yeah. My, my mother put an ad in the newspaper looking for, like, a financially stable, like, man in his 30s who loved the outdoors. <laughs> like, and then, like, yeah, put it, like, in the purse. It was, like, so for those of us who don't remember newspapers, um, there was, like, an, a section in the newspaper called the personals where you could, like, put your own ad about anything. So she literally was, like, shopping for a dude. It was, like, Tinder and Hinge before the internet was a thing. And uh, my dad and my dad's friend both saw the ad and they were like, ooh, I'm going to call her. So she went on dates with both of them but ended up picking my dad. And 
the rest is history. But like, I just think that's so funny. Like, I, I literally look at that as like the old fashioned version of like Tinder, um, which it's means like, it has to work, right? Yeah, it's like an old fashioned bachelorette because she had two bachelors coming <laughs> after her. You know, there was an ad. There's like an ad, you, yeah. <laughs> send, send in your resume, please. Send your resume to like 42 Wallaby Way, Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I think their their story is pretty cute. But like, uh, I mean, they met much later in life. They both had really long relationships before that with other folks. And yeah, like they had me and Max much later in life. And I don't think I really like, I think like raising kids older is good because like you're much more financially stable and can support your kids much better. But I think I'd still rather, I would hopefully rather meet my person in this decade and like get married in my 20s, like not anytime soon, but you know, and have kids in my 30s because then, like, I'll be a younger, more active parent and, like, I won't be retired when they're still in my house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, same. I, like, definitely want to, if I have kids, I'd want to have them in my 30s. Mm-hmm. Because I just feel like biologically it's probably better too. Yeah, and, like, and don't get me wrong, my parents are super healthy and fit and whatever, but, like, I I also, like, don't want to be 60 with an 18-year-old. <laughs> like, Mm-hmm. I, I want my kids to be out of the house and not my problem anymore by that point. That's um, true. Then yeah. you can like enjoy, fully enjoy your retirement. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I thought their story was pretty cute. I definitely have heard some pe- like some love stories of people who met when they were kids and like they're still together. Or, um, yeah, I'm trying to think of like what's one of the craziest ones that I've heard before. I have one where my friend, she works in a restaurant mm-hmm. and – her like her now boyfriend like when he first met her while she was working at the restaurant I believe like one night he was there and then like he met her and he really like he really liked her so for like three months he kept coming back to the restaurant like a lot and he they was like I don't know he was actively trying to get her um but she was currently in another relationship so at first she was just kind of blocking him and like he'd friend request her and she would just ignore it but it was really funny and like in the end they did end up together oh that's cute it yeah is. i, I know really one cute. of like uh i had like co-workers tell me the story about how they met because it's um two women um but like so they were both dating other people um one was one, i mean one was married to a guy one was with a woman and they had kids in like the same kindergarten class and they were both going through divorces at the same time and so they became best friends to like help each other through that difficult time and then like moved across the street, whatever. And like, you know, still best friends, best friends. And then one, and then one day they realized like they loved each other and like, you know, they got together and they've been together ever since. And their kids are like the Brady bunch. And it's super cute. Like, I was just like, Oh, that's like such a heartwarming feel good story. That is. It's really cute. Like, Oh, love that. Or like, I know one of, uh, one of my mom's friends, she was dating this guy in college and like thought he was the one, but, Things didn't work out, so they broke up, whatever. They each married different people. Had She had three sons. He had three daughters. Um, and then they divorced. And then she met up with him years later, and they got married. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, raised, the, again, like, the Brady Bunch, like, separate kids all together. But, like, isn't that just, like, fascinating? It is. It's good. Gives hope that, see, no matter at what age, like, there's always hope. There's always hope. I'm trying to think of any other, like, cute cute love stories that I've heard that I'm like, oh, that warms my heart. Like, hmm. Do any of our friends have cute love stories? I guess some of them are like high school sweethearts. That's cute. Um, yeah, I don't know. Where do you think you're going to meet your person? Mm, I don't know. To be determined. 
a bar, a cute coffee shop. Yeah, probably, honestly. Like, a lighter would be like a bar, a cute coffee shop, school, possibly work. Yeah, do you uh, like a little jingle in the background? Yeah, that's my uh, my dryer. <laughs> my my old one used to make that sound. Um, my one at home makes that sound, not mm-hmm. this home, other home, Our childhood. <laughs> the home. one you have right now makes a terrifying noise. <laughs> yeah, the one I have right now goes like meh. Um, <laughs> everyone hates my dryer, yes. but uh, it's fine. Um, but yeah, it's crazy because like, what if you've already met that person and you just don't know it? Also possible. Or like, what if like. You never like you never know like is today the day you're gonna meet that person? Is every first that that person like the final first? Like the like whatever it is, like the last first kiss, the last like first date, like I don't know. I think there's something kinda like mu- like magical and like beautiful about that. Like wow. Who knows? Exactly. Who knows? But yeah. Every day I'm just I'm always a little wondering, like, hmm, what will happen? Will I meet this will I meet the one? I already met my soulmate. Her name's Anne Bonhauer. <laughs> Platonic soulmate, but soulmate nonetheless. Exactly. Um, oh, wait, and I got to tell you guys, Anne did the cutest thing. She sent me a travel journal that we can write back and forth in and ship to each other every couple of weeks to, like, share our thoughts. And it is like, oh, my heart was so warm. I was like, oh, like, oh, the big feels. You know, and it's such a cute journal. I thought it was, like, perfect for this. And I don't know, I was just, like, thinking about the sisterhood of traveling pants the other day, like, I was just like, are we watching kind of scenes from it? And I was like, oh, this is so cute. I was like, oh, we got to do it. Big fan, big fan, mm-hmm. all around big fan. Uh, so that's super cute. Yeah, so Anne's my soulmate. That's basically the point of this entire conversation. <laughs> this whole podcast is just, we're soulmates. <laughs> it's one, it's the way of me asking Anne, please marry me. <laughs> Live in a separate house, but marry me. <laughs> well, like we said in the last podcast, when we're 50, maybe. <laughs> when we're 50. Okay, let's do it. We can like travel. It'll be great. <laughs> wine Wednesdays uh but yeah anyways I think that pretty much wraps it up uh my blog this week I am not sure what it'll be about I guess you'll find out um and Anne what are you blogging about this week um you know I had it written down somewhere and I forgot but it will be in my artsy corner section so it'll be something creative or crafty we'll nice see. cool well thank you guys for tuning in and we hope you have a lovely valentine's day wherever you are whatever you're doing like hope it's a happy one exactly spread the love all right and with that ramble on